Everybody and welcome to the afternoon tune. I'm your host Josh, and with me is my co-host here. Hello, it's your boy Nick. The big trailer, She-Hulk. Um, everybody's mm-hmm. mommy right now. Um, <laughs> there. Um, so this is the new Disney Plus series that's happening, uh, She-Hulk, um, which they kind of have a nice with this trailer. Um, we'll get into kind of a lot of things we've been talking about with this trailer with the CGI. We're going to begin into that. Uh, but I do like the tone of this trailer, very much Ally McBeal type of feel to it, um, you know, which is kind of what they're kind of going for, which I like that a lot of these Disney Plus shows, even though I'm not in love with a lot of them, uh, they, do have the, they do have their own tone, which I, I, I do kind of like. I think they have their kind of own tone. And this one, striking that kind of Ally McBeal kind of tone and basically, you know, following her, especially, you know, also when it gets to the end of her trailer, discussing her being, you know, trying to balance the work life, personal life, being a single woman, dating realms. I think that's also kind of something different that you've you've seen in these Disney Plus shows before. Um, Tatiana uh, Masolini, fantastic actor, loved her work when she was on Orphan Black. Um, did you, you guys see Orphan Black? Yes, I've seen a couple episodes here and there, and she is incredible on that. Mm. Yeah, Dusk, what about you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought I muted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what did you kind of uh, think about Orphan Black, and what did you think about the trailer here? Um, How long has Orphan Black been going on? Uh, ended, it ended now. I think it was on for like five seasons. or. F- yeah, that's what I thought. Five seasons, yeah. I remember it being fairly uh, interesting when it first started. A lot of people were into it. Yeah, and then after the first two seasons, I didn't hear much about it. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it still was pretty good. I have to finish it. I left off that thing in season three, but uh, when I was watching it, it was pretty mm-hmm. good. And watching her play all these different characters was very interesting. Uh, you know, I think she's got great range. Um, Surprised, really, she hasn't really blown up more. I feel like she should be mm-hmm. a lot bigger. Um, than what she is, but hey, maybe this will also catapult her more, you know, with this Disney Plus show. Maybe. Well, people know. thought she would during that first season because, I mean, the whole premise is a fascinating one. One, one person is playing all these different roles. That's, mm. um, that's very difficult. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was very impressive to watch, uh, her play all kind of these different roles and everything like that. Um, and with this kind of trailer, hey, did you ever ever read the She-Hulk comics? Either of you, She-Hulk. Uh, I I think I've picked up maybe a couple issues here and there, but uh, it, it was never a character I've. Mm. Dusk. I knew her from the '90s cartoon. There was like a Hulk Hogan Iron Man cartoon. Way back when, I barely remember it. But I remember that. I remember her character existing, and I think what the premise they went for her character then was she got into a horrible accident, and the only way to save her was to get a blood transfusion. And so the only one who had like a proper DNA, a proper blood to give at the time was Bruce Banner. So he donated his blood, and then mm-hmm. after she received the blood blood transfusion. She then, um, her body transformed into it being, um, into being like this semi Hulk form. 
what made her interest character very interesting though, because uh, in the show I remember her being extremely meek. She's a very meek, very kind of quiet lawyer. Didn't have a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. And after this uh, accident and blood transfusion, she could kind of like transform a bit, a bit easier at will. But there were two sides to her. There was the meeker character, and then like when she transformed, she had more confidence. In that aspect, and what made her different in that was unlike Bruce Banner, who was always afraid and fearful and always worried about him transforming. She never lost control when she transformed. And she never, she always had a control. And if anything, it was always beneficial for her to transform into her whole mm-hmm. form. And then eventually she just, she and Jennifer just combined into one. So there was no reason for her to transform back. She just stayed in this green form. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, uh, an, unlike uh, Bruce Banner who sees the situation like a curse, Jennifer was different, at least in the cartoon, at least from that perspective. I think also some people said the comics that she sees her not as a, uh, not a curse, but actually a gift. And she realizes uh, how fortunate she is that she doesn't have to struggle that Bruce Banner Bruce Banner does, which is why she um, she's much more patient with him while other characters are not. Mm. Um, but they, I guess they threw all that out the window with the premise of this one, where um, this one, uh, this is possibly one of the worst trailers I've seen. Hmm. Uh, of a MCU product, I could not be any less excited for this. Mm, could be. Why? Why aren't you? Uh, see, I don't know why they're going with her having CGI in her face. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll get into that. Um. It's. I think. Mainly, it's the face area that's disturbing. Um. I'll. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Like. Let me find a good good kind of still image of there of the face. There's some moments where it kind of looks kind of okay. Like you see at the dinner scene here. Um, I'm, I have it up on mm-hmm. stream here. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. think that that looks a little bit better. Um, and then apparently, now I don't know if this is true. I was seeing a tweet from somebody who said they worked on the VF, they worked on the VF, uh, VFX. Um, that they worked in the same place where it was being done and they were part of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but the person said that they want to go kind of more bigger and like have her more muscle, uh, mm-hmm. kind of more muscles, everything like that. And then Disney, they were telling her to tone it down, make her kind of smaller. Um, you know what I mean? And that's why you kind of see this weird um, disparity between like her face and her body. Uh, we kind of kind of see that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to go kind of do what I think is like a bad image. Do you all think like they have a chance to do some touching up before the the show comes out, possibly? I mean, it's three months until the show premieres. They have time. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, whether they use it is the question. Yeah, so I have another screen up right here showing it. So, yeah, it just, it, that face just looks bad. It looks terrible. Um, and with some of the CGI that I've seen in some of these Disney Plus shows, um, some looks, like, I think with the Loki show, all that looked really great. I thought when they did use kind of special effects there, um, it looked amazing. Um, and then, but what we talked about with Moon Knight, where he puts on the suit, um, there'd be times where I said that looked that looked really terrible and that looked really awful. But when he was moving around, it wasn't so bad uh, there when he was actually kind of doing some of the action scenes. Um, and as far as like people say, like well, let's throw more, more money at it. I don't think it's really somebody's telling me it really wasn't a money <laughs> issue. It's just a 
the people that are doing these special effects is just they don't have enough time to do it and they're kind of overworked and they just it's like they're just kind of cranking this stuff out um so that could be also a situation here and then do the response that they you know marvel sees with this kind of disney sees with this response some people have with this they could mm-hmm. just go back and touch it up and do a lot of the work because i bet they're probably maybe that when they send copies out to people um that because i you know i don't know if they already done that already because uh, this show comes out in mm-hmm. august i think it's going to come out in august if i'm not mistaken um mm-hmm. that yeah i think so that a lot of people have stuff where they already had like in progress. They'll have that on the screeners, everything like that. They did the same thing with Moon Knight, where people got sent copies of that, where it said in progress um, and everything like that. But that's when you said, so you're not excited for it. Do you think it's just because the tone of it, the look of it, is it the bad CGI? Is it? I mean, what what makes you not so kind of kind of a mix of all of it? Okay, it it's kind of a mix of all. This is what I imagined. This is what I imagined. How are you going to? Uh, this is exactly how I imagined. Okay, what's the worst way you could kind of take characterization and go with it and kind of make a meme? This show seems like a meme already. It doesn't. So th- that's actually been a problem with some of the MCU projects that's come out in DC Plus. They're writing this weird line. They don't want to get too serious. They don't want to get too serious. Aside from like Captain and Winter Soldier. Aside from a few others, they don't really get too, too serious. They kind of ride this line where they want to be silly, but they also want to have serious moments. And because of that, it causes a really bad juxtaposition of tone. And this one seems to fall a lot more. It falls in this weird gray area now where it's a, well, I want to, I want to be sad. Like, first of all, uh, I just want to be normal. No, that's just, it's just whatever. Like, you're, you're She-Hulk. That shouldn't. Uh, oh, uh, only no nobody's a superhero except for narcissists and whatever and billionaires, whatever. You mean the narcissist that saved 50, the half the universe when he snapped his fingers and sacrificed his life? Um, I think she um, just said billionaires I, and orphans. I think she just says billionaires, orphans, narcissists, like all. Uh, basically, she's insulting superheroism. You're the Marvel. You're Marvel guys, and you're also representing superheroes. I just don't get how you're going to make a character like this who has this angle and then do everything in your way to kind of... Again, this is just a trailer. This is what I see. I haven't seen the whole series yet. I'm only looking at what I've seen. From the snippets they've shown... I'm going to be honest. Her her dialogue so far is trash. It's absolutely really bad dialogue. Really bad characterization. She's like... uh, She goes... uh, He's like, all right. You're gonna, your triggers are going to probably be around uh, fear and anger. She's like, well, that's the baseline of a woman 24-7. I'm like, ah, okay. That, that's a very cringe line, but sure, whatever. Um, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, I don't know why he would use that particular test on her. There are other ways to invoke fear, to get her stimuli, to get her to Hulk activate. And why is Bruce Banner acting like this? It, it feels a little feels a little insulting the way they're kind of treating his, his legacy character, but that's been a trend for MCU lately. Kind of what do you mean? Disregarding uh, the guys who brought it. What do you mean insulting? Le- I mean, like, it's going to be pretty insulting. Okay. Jesus. They're going to fucking be throwing me on the fire on this. Uh, all right, so he's going to act all jokey. I was never a big fan of the way they kind of treated the Hulk, and they kind of cut his story kind of short. They didn't really fulfill it, and he's just kind of all of a sudden... 
I'm Mr. Green, and I'm a bit jokey-jokey during Endgame. I'm fine, they did that a little bit, but it was a little too much, and he just seems a little too... He just seems a little too even keel, a little too... I, I'm kind of the jokester, I don't really... I'm like, dude, you're, you're, you're not the same character you were when you first started the MCU. That's fine for characters to change, but you're not even in, like, in the same writing level in characterization. It kind of does feel like it's a dumbing down over time, and I feel like we're kind of reaching this end pool mm. of characters being slowly dumbed down to other characters to prop them up instead of them working together. And that's just how I see it. That's how I'm seeing it at this point. I know, like when Thor comes out, they're probably going to shit on Thor, and Mighty Thor is going to have no flaws, or Valkyrie and her are going to rule as two as two queens and. Uh, Thor would have never been a good leader, even though his whole entire arc was to become a leader, and he keeps abandoning it because writers don't want to give him, make him king. It, again, it's just see, it's just this pattern that I'm seeing. I don't, I have no interest in seeing the show. It doesn't look well written. It looks very generic. The uh, graphics and effects for her face, you could have just put as a makeup. I don't think get her, like get an actress who's a bit buffer. Have her work out more if you want her to be more athletic. Size, you can do detail later. Yeah. If Gamora can be in full makeup and that looks seamless and fine, why couldn't they do that with She-Hulk? Yeah. Um, well, I think effects-wise, I mean, the stuff that she does, I mean, you know what I mean, as far as, I mean, maybe they could, that, maybe that's what they were thinking there. And also, to, to have the same design as Hulk, because Hulk is CGI, so why wouldn't you make She-Hulk CGI as well? If Hulk, is CGI? Hulk is such a huge body, though, you can get away with that. She-Hulk has always kind of had... She's a little bit more easier to kind of handle in her design. Mm. You can get away with makeup and making her size CGI. Mm. There are other tricks. There are other camera angles. There are many ways you can do this. I think they just took the most expensive yet also cheapest route to do so. Mm. Yeah. Nick, would you hear what uh, Dusk is saying? Like, what about his points and... Uh, legacy characters, things like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind what they're doing with any of these characters. His entire... How he's portrayed, it's pretty much just, oh, I'm a big angry guy, smash, smash, smash. And after a while, that gets boring. Do something different with a character like that. Thor, I don't mind that they're doing that. They're playing to the actor that they... Ha the strengths of the actor that they have. And with uh, Tatiana Mislani, I think she's a good enough actress that she can pull off just about anything and this complaints about the cg we won't know until the show comes out in three months. we won't know how how much improved it'll be and i don't mind i like something different from the mcu i like that every different show ha is very is experimenting with different tones in different formats like this is gonna be a nine episode series instead of six like they've usually done hmm yeah, um, I like the fact that it's nine episodes. I think with a lot of these series, one also big complaints is the finales. I think they feel rushed. Uh, the side of the complaint I had with Moon Knight only being six episodes, I think that could have been done with maybe one or two more so, episodes. Um, yeah, go ahead. They give Moon Knight six episodes, but they're going to get this nine? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, because they like, got more. What's, I, I just don't, I don't understand that. This is a series that could easily just been six episodes. She's a lawyer. She's starting off. She's like, uh, she's uh, she's the cousin of Bruce Banner. She has it. Is she has issues? She's meek. She's unsure of herself. 
she gets into a horrible as an accident. She has to defend characters she doesn't want to necessarily defend. She gets into an accident, gets a blood transfusion. Okay, now she's She-Hulk, and she has to deal with that stuff. You could do that for about six episodes. I don't see how this is going to be nice. Dude, how can you say that? You how do you can you say that when you don't even know what what the actual show is going to be about? All I'm just saying is, based on a, I just don't see how a premise like this is going to carry nine episodes in comparison to another premise where Moon Knight shows up and we already know is like we are going to tell. Okay, he's going to go on probably adventures. Yeah, they could probably get nine episodes. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, also, and I'm also applying that to other shows as well. Like, in other shows, they probably should have gotten a nine-episode treatment. But I just don't see how this one... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, so you mentioned, you know, like, her, you know, kind of turning into She-Hook and also kind of what she does here just on her daily life. You see, like, she's a lawyer and then this new division that she has to kind of operate of kind of superhuman. And then you also see um, Tim Roth come back uh, as Abomination. Um, and also kind of brings in, and you also saw him as well in, in Shang-Chi. He made a cameo kind of appearance there, which I thought was kind of unnecessary. I didn't really see the point of him being there. But it was kind of like, okay, hey, just because it's abomination. Um, but here, just like, you know, bringing people from that Hulk, the Incredible Hulk movie, which was way back when. I was like, damn, that's so long ago. Uh, but, um, and I'm surprised they, I don't know why they haven't ever made another Hulk movie um you know they i mean they universal doesn't own the rights anymore marvel owns the rights now of hulk so i'm surprised they never haven't made another one um and so you kind of see that um also i kind of want to know timeline wise where the kind of things are because you see in shang chi where bruce banner showed up at the end of that he was human form but then in this he's professor mm -hmm. hulk so i want to know timeline wise where does that all kind of lead up and where does that all line up and things yeah like so that. so something that uh yeah, something that uh, yeah, something that uh, uh, Hunter from Real Pineapple pointed out to me is like, if you like look close and uh, the end credit scene of Shang Chi, you see like uh, Banner's wearing like this green wrist gauntlet, and it reminded me of those like power dampening things that I saw in in uh, Doctor Strange this past uh, couple weeks. So I'm wondering if maybe that's why he uses that so they can operate on his uh, damaged arm. So he's back to like full health in She-Hulk. Uh, if this is in fact set uh, after end after end game, yeah, because you see him. I mean, he doesn't seem like he's wearing the the uh, arm band that he had on at the end of end game. He you know used to snap. Um, so yeah, maybe it is something like that where you know what I mean. Maybe he reverted back to human form, so it could be easy to operate. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah, because it doesn't look like he's having any issues here at all. <laughs> Um, because if it was just like, well, he's going to go back to being Bruce Banner, what was the whole point of the whole Professor Hulk thing of any, you know, anyway there? Um, so yeah, um, any final word on it, Nick, about the show, about She-Hulk, anything? Um, I'm intrigued. I, I hope they, they spend this, uh, this time fixing the CGI. I think they should have enough time so that at least it's not, uh, it's not bordering on Uncanny Valley show airs. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to end up in the sequel to Chippendale Rescue Rangers. You know what I mean? As, a, as a, <laughs> you don't want to end up in that. You don't. You don't want to end up as a joke in Chippendale too. Yeah. You have a have a, a weird She Hulk next to Ugly Sonic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I did. I think it was funny. Somebody photoshopped uh, Fiona from Shrek, uh, and then I was like, that fit perfectly. <laughs> um, I thought pretty much that was pretty funny. Um, I mean, it, you know, it could be cool. I mean, nine episodes, like, these, these shows have been struggling with length. I am happy that it is kind of nine mm -hmm. episodes because these shows kind of struggle with that. I think WandaVision, because that was only eight, 
And then that, I thought that was good. I thought eight was fine. It's just the finale of it was bad. Um, and then mm-hmm. after that, they've done just six episodes, correct? Like ever since WandaVision, it's been just six and six, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. All, all the shows have been six episodes. And I like the creative team behind it. You have uh, the shows created by uh, Jessica Gao, who was uh, one of the staff writers on Rick and Morty, stuff like The Mighty Bee, Robot Chicken. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. And she did the. Uh, I saw people point out she did the Pickle Rick episode. Uh, that was kind of one of her big episodes. Yeah, she Rick. wrote Pickle Rick. Yeah. Uh, Dusk, any any final word on She Hulk? Uh. G- good luck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be reviewing it August seventeenth when it comes out. Um, seeing what kind of as uh, has in store for us. Attorney at law, yeah. uh, She Hulk, Attorney at law. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, I think everybody wants to be this dude that she just carries off. Yeah, I think everybody wants to be that. <laughs> or maybe I'm just projecting. Yeah. Maybe that's just me projecting. Um. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no. No. It is not. It is not. Um, all right, Dust, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one because you're the Resident Evil guy. You saw the Resident Evil teaser trailer, right? Yeah. Uh, so you're the big Resident Evil guy, so I'm going to let you t- take the lead on that. Uh, <laughs> what do you kind of think about this, and what are they kind of going for here in this Resident Evil series that is going to be coming to Netflix? I have no idea. I have no idea what they're try- what they're doing with this franchise anymore. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. So it seems like this person gets teleported to the future, um, London, yeah. twenty thirty six. So is it? Uh, and uh, let me see, because the actress in this looks very familiar. Um, what What do you think about this trailer? While well, I'm trying to look up kind of more information about the series, um, what did you kind of you think about that? Are you looking forward to it? Or are you? Optimistic, what? I uh, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. no, no. What please, Nick. Nick, what? go. Please go. By oh. all means. No. What was that? What was that word you used? Of uh, optimistic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. Fuck no. Uh, let me see. Thank Who's you, Nick. Mm, let's see. I don't even know who the creative team behind. Let me see who the creative team is. Um, so why aren't you optimistic about it, Dusk? But, but why am I not? Well. <laughs> why am I not optimistic? Oh, let me count the ways. Uh, one. What is the tone? What, answer me. Riddle me this, Batman. What is the tone? In a in a Resident Evil trailer, mm. who is the main character? Who you're in Raccoon City, and, and then and then you get to twenty thirty six or something, and then it's and there's time travel, which has never been in Resident Evil before. <laughs> and there's a virus, and then there's a talking teddy bear, CGI teddy bear. And my thought is, who, 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 who picked this to be Resident <laughs> Evil? So see, yeah, the only thing, the only thing I feel watching this trailer 
is bad that they signed Lance Reddick to this. Yeah, oh, I love Lance yeah. Reddick. Uh, Lance Reddick, who's playing Albert Whisker, who is somebody from the video game, and then you have Ella uh, Balinski, uh, um, who she was from. She was in the Charlie's Angels film uh, that came out a couple of years ago. Um, she plays the daughter um, of him, Jade Whisker, who seems to be the she's the lead character in this. Um, like I said, they haven't. They I don't think they they've never done time travel before in Resident Evil, so that's very curious why they're doing that. Um, tone wise, it seems they're going more for post apocalyptic future. Maybe giving that a shot. Like okay, sure, why not? Um, let's just see if we can do that. Something like The Road. Um, let's give that a shot. I guess um, nothing else has worked. Uh, and Jade Whisker, she's not a character from the game at all, right? She's not a character. No, she is not. No. So doing an original character um, with this show. OC character, do not steal. Yeah. Uh, doing that. And kind of doing this whole post about the future. Uh, visually, it looks like... Uh, I was going to say good, but I wouldn't say good visually. Um, don't even... Uh, it looks competent visually. I mean, you know, you see some of the scenes. <laughs> you see some of the scenes with like she's surrounded by zombies. There, that some of the zombies. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's in darkness. Some of them look kind of good, kind of okay. I don't know. Um, um, I mean, I want, I want to say it can't be worse than that. Uh, Welcome to Raccoon City movie, but yeah, mm. yeah, my. I gave that I gave Welcome to Raccoon City as much as I did not like it and I hated it for everything it was and represented. I was ultimately mediocre with it because I was like, well, at least the costumes were right. The characters aren't, but there were authentic monsters and there were places that looked like they were there and there were a <laughs> lot of fans who made the costumes authentic looking. Mm. That was about as high as that praise went. Uh, this... This feels like someone was a big fan of Resident Evil, uh, Aeon Flusk, yeah. and a other couple of <laughs> 90s movies, and said, I can make my own story, and I'm going to write fan fiction and have them all together, but be under Resident Evil. And I'm going to insert characters from these other popular franchises, and I'm going to create my own original characters so that I don't have to uh, deal with any of the legacy characters. Mm. Oh, she's the daughter of Albert Wesker. Uh, oh, man, she's going to have to, like, uh, uh, okay. Already it's a stretch. Albert Wesker ain't going to make kids. That That's just not in his character. I mean, he will, but he'll make you out of a, he'll make you a tube baby. Mm. Make you out of DNA. You don't have to deal with the, the woman part because he's crazy. Well, it doesn't, I don't think it has power. A... I don't think it has a mother listed here for it, so maybe it is a situation where. It, hey, know. man! If it is a two, that that'll be the only thing consistent with that movie. It's like, oh, all right, you made like a tube baby of, of a predecessor. Sure, why not? Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just clone yourself because you're that narcissistic. But sure. Mm. Um, and uh, I mean, they did yeah. a complete. I mean, they did their own. I mean, uh, W. S. Anderson. I mean, he basically just did his own thing with the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> Oh yeah, every uh, every single mm -hmm. movie was basically his own thing, with some name. The Resident Evil franchise is one of the most movie bastardized franchises <laughs> I've, I've ever seen. 
Uh-huh. It has moments where it has some things that are kind of from the the games, but there's so many great scripts out there that could really, really actually tell the fun and interesting story in the horror thriller story of Resident Evil. But it's like they keep picking them out of a hat. Hmm. They just have a big hat and they just run their hand through and they pull it out. Uh, let's see who is by who. And this person. They get to make the next Resident Evil movie. If the fans hate it, who cares? Who cares? Mm. Uh, uh, this is coming out so July 14th. It was coming out. Uh, Whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, uh, I think people, most people probably just forget it. It's even out. Most people probably won't even see it. I, I'm kind of reckon uh, that will probably happen with it. Um, but if there's enough interest on it, maybe how bad it is, how good it is, we'll think about reviewing it. I'm not really committed to reviewing it right now, uh, honestly. If I do, I will literally make it a five-minute review. Mm. <laughs> I, I will put a timer. I will pre-written my five-minute review. I will say it, and that will be the end of it. And then we'll get moving on. Mm, yeah, so I'm not committed to anything right now. Uh, but I'll wait to see uh, what happens with that. Um, all right, we're going to be getting out of here, people. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Dusk, uh, for that. Thank you. Um, discussing some good movies. Discussing Firestar. Discussing Men. Discussing um, Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. I'm interested here if you watch Men. I'm interested to see what you guys think about that. Um, interesting talking with uh, talking soon. about with you all uh, tomorrow. Ooh. We're gonna be back. Um, got an interview coming up with tomorrow. Another uh, indie comic creator. I did one with uh, Anthony Stokes. Um, he is the uh, creator of the comic Decay, which you can get right now. Um, Stokes the writer. You look that up. That's on all social medias. Um, you can pick up his comic. Um, also support his Kickstarter. Um, also, I have a copy of it myself. Issue number one. Mm, Decay. Sweet. Um, very beautiful artwork. Really like it quite a bit. Um, very nice stuff. He's got issue number two out right now. Um, interview is up on YouTube and all platforms where you listen to the um, podcast. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcast, everywhere there. Um, so that's nice. So I got an interview with another kind of comic creator coming there. And tomorrow, me and Nick will be discussing with Jenna Atlanta. Atlanta season three. Uh, it's wrapped. I've been loving this season of Atlanta. Going to be discussing that. Donald Same. Glover. Donald Glover's been making basically White Mirror, uh, basically. So it's been yeah. fun to watch. Um, Dusk, are you watching Atlanta? In. Yeah. Uh, how are you liking it? I mean, we, we talked about the, the first episode, and the, the first two episodes. Yeah. I, I dug it so far, so um, I just haven't caught it. I'll catch up to it. Oh, I'm definitely okay. interested in seeing where it goes. Yeah. yeah it's very interesting um, to see kind of yeah, where it goes um, and all these kind of different anthology episodes that he has within Atlanta. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, I'd love to see him make an anthology show. That'd be pretty that would be interesting. Um, yeah. Um, so we're going to be back there tomorrow. Um, also discussing our favorite Stephen King adaptations tomorrow. I'm going to be streaming 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Is that good with you, Nick? Uh, yeah, that's good with me. Um, okay. And then um, if you can't make tomorrow, Saturday, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, we are back Friday, um, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're going to be discussing Top Gun, Maverick, uh, discussing that, and the original Top Gun movie with Tom Cruise. I'm going to be discussing that, getting into that. I'm going to find somebody to raid, and we're going to be getting out of here. Um, Nick, where can people find you, man? You can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and on at night. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, Dusk, I didn't ask. Uh, how are you? How you been? What you been up to? Um, I'm okay so far. I'm applying to a, a summer course right now. Hopefully that'll go through. 
Um, but right now, I'm unfortunately sick as a dog. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you were able to show up. Glad you were able to make it. Um, get your thoughts on everything like that. So I'm glad you were able to kind of show up. Uh, thank you, by yeah, the way. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you for stopping by. Get to Nice to have your thoughts on things. Perspective. So I was very mm-hmm. interested uh, with She-Hulk and Firestarter. Um, there and everything like that. Um, I'm, I will give it a fair chance. I only go by the trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, the trailer didn't blow me away, but I just thought it was okay. That was fun. thought it could be yeah. fun with a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Quick, we're discussing the Prey uh, teaser trailer. This is a real teaser trailer. Only 45 seconds of footage that we see here. Um, this is a prequel um, for uh, the Predator movies. Uh, as far as I know, I believe it is a prequel. Uh, for the Predator franchise, where it's kind of going a more native kind of direction with it. Um, at first, I heard this was kind of a ripoff of maybe somebody else's idea that somebody else had, um, that, that someone else had of the Predator movies. Uh, but the only reason I'm kind of interested about this movie is it's directed by Dan uh, Trachenberg, who did uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I was a huge fan of that movie. Um, I thought that was one of the better movies of the year when it came out. Wonderful performance by Mary Elizabeth Winstead and John Goodman. Um, so I, I absolutely lo- love that movie. So I'm interested to see what he's kind of going to do with this uh, movie here. Um, and it's going to be in Hulu August 5th. So yeah, that's not too far away. Um, mm. Wonder why they're going to probably put it in the theaters. Well, I guess I know why. I mean, Predator as a franchise maybe is just not probably the thing, not as profitable anymore. Um, I did like Predators, which was with um, Adrian Brody. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was directed by who directed Predators? Um, I forgot his uh, name. That was directed by uh, uh, Nimrod Antal, but that was produced by uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that dude had like a weird name, uh, Nimrod. He had a weird kind of director's mm-hmm. name, um, which I did like. I did like that movie a lot, uh, mm-hmm. Predators. I was actually kind of surprised by that movie. Um, yeah, what do you guys guys think about the Prey trailer? Uh. Honestly, I've been burned one too many times with the Predator franchise. Uh, uh, I really don't like the Alien vs. Predator movies. I really liked uh, Predators, the 2010 film, but that Shane Black Predator movie, that was that was one of the worst movies I've seen in, in a while. Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck happened with that. Yeah, I yeah that surprised me because Shane Black, I love Shane Black. His writing is phenomenal, and he's, you know, I mean, he was a great writer, uh, you know, wrote, wrote things like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is one of my favorite movies. Uh, you know, The Nice Guys. Um, don't know what the fuck happened with this, uh, with that Predator movie that he did. And he was in the original Predator film um, all the way back uh, uh, back in the day. Um, I've never really seen the Predator sequels besides for the Shane Black one. Um, and then the Predators, which was uh, the, uh, uh, the Nimrod one. Um, I've never seen like the one with Danny Glover in it. I've never seen that one. I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't ever seen Alien vs. Predator. Um, and yeah, I mean that 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 one that Shane Black did was was so terrible. I don't know what the hell happened there. Um, also like the kid. I mean they, they tried to do the whole thing with the kid because he had autism. That means he had like a superpower. Uh, you know what I mean? He was just so yeah. Awful. That was yeah. Uh, Dusk. What about you? Uh. I'm not sure. Mm, not sure. How do you? So a lot, some people were saying that because it's set in this kind of native kind of environment, 
how are they going to defeat this predator with using basic you know weaponry sticks and you know arrows and hatchets and things like that but in the original predator i mean they basically defeated the predator with just using like booby traps if i'm you know memory serves me correct i mean they kind of use it with covering themselves mm-hmm. camouflaging themselves in mud um using kind of booby traps using that kind of material um i mean but it did end with them kind of blowing uh the predator up if i remember with a huge explosion um what kind yeah. of you think about that aspect yeah I mean, that is true. Arnold Schwarzenegger did go to the baser um, aspects of his training that seemed to work, mostly because he could take advantage of the fact he could camouflage himself. It was a reduction of technology in his traits in order to create an inverse effect to the predator who used more advanced tactics. But at that point, both of their items have been damaged, so they were both kind of being on a more primal hunting terrain. In theory, that could work, but they would have to get a really interesting t- tone to make that work. And the tone for the Predator movies have been kind of all over the place. Mm. Yeah. So really, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is the one that has the, the that they're hinting they have a Lady Predator. Is that correct? Uh, I do not know. Uh, I do not know that. They hinted something about that. Okay. In uh, other case. Um, that it could work. I don't know how it's going to work for an extended period, unless they maybe do something like Apocalypto, where mm. it's really, re- really pulled back and pretty gritty. Then I think it can work in that aspect. Um, especially like I can just imagine a lot of rain. The predator is like the predator would have to severely handicap itself. Mm. Like it just, which predators are known to do if it's a fair enough game. They won't utilize their gun because it's hum- too much of an mm-hmm. advantage. Mm. So, I mean, it's entirely possible that they uh, maybe do like a ritual. I mean, an interesting idea could be: oh, uh, a predator shows up, and it's like a. It was like a. We kind of get an interesting story of both from the pro- There's no dialogue, and it's just a visual aspect. We can get a predator who is. Um, Maybe he's in a banished or an exile, and he has. They have to prove that they can hunt without any technology because they abused it in a hunt, and they were dishonored. Mm. And they go, "All right, you can't have anything." Mm-hmm. And so these are a group. So you're going to go to a planet where they're just as primal as you, and if you can overcome their odds, you're free to return. You're like, okay, you got to prove yourself. So that could be an interesting story, like just in visuals alone, kind of like a. Uh, like a Tartakovsky cartoon, kind of like the the uh, cartoons primal. 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 Yeah, I mean, if it kind of goes in that direction, I could def- mm-hmm. I can kind of see it working in that manner. Very little dialogue, focusing on kind of characters and their body language and making a little story of that. I can't imagine being any longer than ninety minutes, though. Mm. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe all the movies in subtitles, um, really focusing on yeah. the, the sound and the, you know the nature of the the hunting. Of yeah, the both. sound ending is going to have to be top notch if they're going to go in that direction. Mm. Yeah. Um, so this is it says set three hundred years um, in the past. Um, it said set. Um, it's following a, a person named Kamochi uh, Nation. Um, is the kind of the lead character here in this film, Kamochi uh, Nation. So yeah. Um, um, I mean, sh- the idea that the character could be on a spiritual quest too would also be an interesting angle to go on. Uh, Billy was a character in the original Predator, and he had a lot of mm-hmm. um, aspects to his character that 
he was like their hunter and tracker and uh uh, he also had a, like a little medicine bag that he wore. Uh, that he, when he started feeling things weren't up, he started rubbing it. Mm. Uh, never really, he never really like, pointed to it, but it's just a detail that if you paid attention to, you're like, oh yeah, I think that's a medicine bag, and he's rubbing it for guidance. But he never explicitly says it because he's just like, something's watching. I like, I feel like something's here, but I can't see it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's not a bad angle to go down. Yeah. When's the last time you guys seen Predator? 87. Uh, while ago. Yeah. I want to say, I want to say like a couple of months ago. Not that long ago, because I had a hankering of seeing it again. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. We'll do a review of that before uh, Prey comes out. Be nice to do. I haven't seen it in years either. Um, so it'd be nice to kind of do a review of that before it comes Yeah, out. check it out. There's a lot of um, little details that I think a lot of people look over because it's a pretty like going fast film that doesn't pay attention to this stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that people will miss about little character bits they have that they don't directly go into. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're moving on from discussing the boys season three trailer. Uh, the boys are back. Uh, the, and they're coming with season three. Uh, the boys is one of the pretty much one of the better uh amazon prime shows they have on their network um that and the invincible um here with the season three trailer get a little bit more of plot a little bit more details what's kind of be going on on season three um you see kind of what's going on first you see in the trailer that homelander he's doing a little bit of a pr tour uh for dating a nazi you know that mm-hmm. tends to happen to a lot of celebrities typically mm-hmm. you know typical thing you know dating a nazi didn't know um there got exposed um so kind of doing a big apology kind of tour for that um and one of kind of the the wildest thing is in this trailer is kind of you hear starlight go like something seriously wrong with homeland well, i'm like well i mean you just catching <laughs> on to that i mean that's kind of like been like, really like, yeah how like, do you like how can you tell like what the fuck is the difference so like you know what i mean like you know how can you really tell um what did you guys think about this trailer and about kind of what's going to be happening in season three hmm. um honestly with the trailers for the boys they're None of them are really selling me. I think everything about the show works best in context of the episodes. I do like that we're getting something that I kind of predicted with this like new uh, super soldier serum. Get a little bit of conflict between uh, Butcher and a lot of uh, the other members of the boys. And him just react. Yeah, the whole reason we started this was because no one should have this kind of power. Hmm. And see Butcher rationalizing it. Yeah. You know, rationalizing about you got to fight fire with fire and how that power can kind of become addicting and becoming the very thing he's always hated soups and to see how that kind of power corrupts will be kind of very interesting. Um, and to see that, you know, the reason they're all going to be joining up back together again in order to fight the fight um, against the soup is they realize that, hey, the government, they're all in on it. They're all protecting the soups as well. You know, we thought we could fight it from the inside, but have to go back to fight it from the outside again. Um, it's kind of you see that. Uh, Dustin, what was kind of your thoughts uh, on the trailer? Um, this kind of seems like the, the direction I figured they'd be going in. The uh, as soon as I saw the yellow eyes, before I knew they were going to go into the path, they're okay. They're all going to start taking mm-hmm. the experimental drugs to give them superpowers. Um, I think Butcher, um, like in the comics, he's kind of on it going his own uh, revenge path, and he's just doesn't really care about what damage it does to him at this point. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he never really cared to begin with, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, 
it'll be interesting how the other characters kind of deal with Butcher with the side effects that come with taking that drug. Mm. Yeah. Because um, have so, you read the boys' comics or no? I have. I have known of the boys comic. I know what some of, some of the major things happen in the comic. Yeah, uh, a lot has changed in the series that is different, but there's a lot of similarities too. So they've kind of pick and chosen the things they like. Because I know in the comics mm-hmm. they they do take the drug that gives them powers and everything like that uh, in order to fight the soups. Um, is like the effects of that kind of thing. Is it kind of like steroids or something like that, where you do get kind of like a real kind of like Roy Rage or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um this the uh yeah, you kind of get a benefit of aspects of the drug and it does make you improved in many ways, but it's also while it improves you, it only does so much because it is a drug. It's not like you're genetically made to be a superhero. But it does have some some benefits, but it also has some cons. Hmm. Okay. Um, and because the, uh, the guy who makes the comics likes to likes to talk about the cons. Hmm. Um, and then uh, you also see in the trailer Jason Ackles here, um, who's kind of going. What was that character's name in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Um, what was his name? Oh, um, U- uh, U.S. Agent. Yeah, kind of going. Uh, US- you mean Soldier Boy? Yeah, Soldier Boy. He's going U.S. Agent on a guy right here. You see in the trailer where he's just pounding his shield on a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, so. Um... If you thought Homeland, the representation of Homelander was a, was really bad for Superman, and they, oh my god, in the original comics, uh, he really does not like Captain America. Soldier Boy makes Homelander look look like a teddy bear sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the comics, he's played more like you know if Ted Cruz was a superhero. In yeah. the comics, you played much more pathetic, and I think they're going a very different direction with uh, with this take on Soldier Boy. Yeah, no, he's a lot more PTSD war veteran. Uh, <coughs> uh, there, once I'm on, I'm on. There is no off switch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, in the original comics, he was a, he was a lot more pathetic, but he would have violent moments too. So they just took like everything else in this show. They've taken stuff from the comics and downgraded it, and then put it in other stuff and t- cranked it all to eleven. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just I'm just always excited to see Jason Inkles work with um, Eric Kripke again. Big fan of them working together. Um, you know, from the Supernatural days. Um, oh, uh, Nick, did you hear that they're uh, canceling Riverdale? Did you hear about that? They finally canceled Riverdale. I know. So the same weekend, the same weekend that we get uh, Daredevil season four announcement, Riverdale gets canceled. Yeah, money well spent. We won. Uh, I know. I know you love this show. I know you miss Riverdale, but you know, I know you like them and everything they did on there. The superpowers. You know what I mean. I I know you appreciated that. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Archie boxing. Yeah. <laughs> Archie going to war. Archie uh is like uh, Archie following uh following supernatural uh serial killers and <laughs> bad Betty uh, who has like clearly going... schizophrenia or bipolar and they don't address this at all. Because at the end of the day the show does, the show is run by a guy who clearly has an Archie fetish. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's clearly has a deep rooted fetish and they just let him do whatever he wants. Mm. 
Um, yeah. Um, so this is coming out in The Boys Season 3, June. Um, June, I think, is packed. It's got Miss Marvel. It's also coming out in June as well. Um, so it's going to be nice, good superhero stuff with uh, in June. Uh, that this is coming out. Um, I hope they do the drop the two, the first two episodes like they do usually with these shows. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice if they did that, drop the first two. Yeah. Uh, or like they did with uh, the second season, drop the first three and then... Yeah, that would also be pretty nice too. Um, all right, moving on. Um, all right, people. Um, you can find the Afternoon Tune on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, tw- all that great stuff. All just type in the afternoon tune and you'll be able to find us. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, we are there. Um, if you see us on Apple Podcasts, hey, make sure to leave a five-star review. That helps boost up the podcast um, and does a lot for us there. Hey, if you see us on YouTube, youtube.com, the afternoon tune, just type that in there. Uh, subscribe, comment, like, do all that good fun stuff, boost up there. Trying to get 200 subscribers uh, by the end of this month, so that'd be nice. Or end of, I should say, end of June, trying to get, that's my goal there for 200 subscribers at the end of June. Uh, that'd be pretty nice. Also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash afternoon tune, we're there as well. Um, we have the same amount of followers, basically, as we do on um, YouTube, so it'd be nice to also get the 200 followers there by the end of June. That'd be pretty nice as well. Um, yeah. Um, it's been wonderful. If you want to send us an email, the afternoon tune at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to be rating somebody named uh, Asa Kenna. Um, playing Destiny 2 right now. So I'm going to be rating them and we're going to get out of here. Um, thank you all. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Dusk, uh, for joining uh, me. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank, thank you for people stopping by. Thank you for John Good, Javon Good for the 50 bits. Thank you, Jake Hudson, for showing up. First time chatter. Uh, thank you much, Tiger Woods Gaming. Thank you much for also showing up. And thank you for the lurk, Terry Thompson. Um, all right, people. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, All right. See you, Nick, tomorrow. All right. See you, man. See you. All right, Dusk. Get better, man. Appreciate it. I'll try to um, see men this week so at least I can bring my thoughts on it so we can discuss it. I I hope you don't mind. I kind of pieced out for a little bit of your uh, discussion because I didn't want to get spoilers. I want to go in as, as little as possible to that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. I understand. Yeah, it's a movie you want to go in probably. 